Basics, episode number 29. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Hosting for this episode is provided by Gamerology, Australia's largest gaming warehouse. So Thank you. today we're talking um so today we're talking about each episode we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. Yep. So today we're talking about Milton Bradley and a story that you did. Yes, I it's very funny, funny story. Yeah. I thought I would write up and read out. Mm. Yeah, um, you read it to us earlier today and it was really good. I thought, I need to do that. And it's only a story from a game that we've played and yeah. it's a funny story. Um, and today you're going to be doing all the editing. So I'm yep. just leaving it to you. I'm sitting on the easy side of the screen today. <laughs> um, so have you had a good week? Yeah, you had sports had day you. yesterday. That was a yeah. bit of fun at school. Still tired from that. Um, and uh, I'm slowly getting over this cold, although I think Mika mm. might have it. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so. so first we're going to talk about Milton Bradley. So, the Milton Bradley Company was an American board game manufacturer established by Milton Bradley in Springfield, Massachusetts. In 1860 and 1920, it, was, it, it absorbed the game production of McLaughlin's Yeah, Brothers, McLaughlin Brothers. McLaughlin Brothers. Formerly the largest game manufacturer in the United States. Yeah. Milton Bradley... This is off of Wikipedia, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this is in history now. Yep. Milton Bradley found success making board games. In 1860, Milton Bradley moved to Springfield, Massachusetts, and set up the state's first calligraphy shop. Its graphic design of... Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, his very famous president, sold very well until Lincoln grew his beard and rem- R- remind, rendered rendered the likeness out of date. Okay, struggling to find a new way to use the lithography lithography machine, Bradley visited his friend George Tapley. And Tapley challenged him to a game, most likely uh, some style of old English game. Um, Bradley then conceived the idea of making a purely American game. He created the Checkered Game of Life, which had players move along a track from infancy to happy old age, like the Game of Life that Mm. we know, uh, in which the point was to um, avoid ruin and reach happy old age. Squares were labelled with moral positions from honour and bravery to disgrace and ruin. Players used a spinner instead of dice because of the negative association with gambling and that's back in 1860 so that's unbelievable um then by spring of 1861 over 45,000 copies of the checkered game of life had been sold that's huge back then Mm. bradley became convinced that board games were his company's future Mm. when the civil war broke out in early 1861 Milton Bradley temporarily gave up making board games and tried to make new weaponry. However, upon seeing board soldiers stationed in Springfield, Bradley began producing small games the soldiers could play during their downtime. These are regarded as the first travel games in the country. These games include chess, Included chess, checkers, backgammon, dominoes. <laughs> dominoes. Dominoes. It looks funny like that. Yeah. yeah. 
It's how it's spelt. Yeah, that's me. just... Because normally you see it spelled with two N's or something like that. No. And the checkered game of life. They were sold for $1 a piece to soldiers and tar- charitable organisations. That brought them in bulk to distribute. Yeah. Um... By the 1870s, the company was producing dozens of games and capitalising on fads. Milton Bradley became the first manufacturer in America to make croquet sets. And the sets included wickets, not cricket wickets, mallets and balls and things, um, and an authoritative set of rules by Bradley himself um, for his own sense of fair play. In 1880, the company began making jigsaw puzzles. In the late 1860s, Bradley became involved in the kindergarten movement. To play invest, deeply invested, deeply invested in the cause, his company began manufacturing educational items such as coloured papers and paints. The company was hurt by Bradley's generosity. He gave that these materials away free of charge, which cost them due to a recession... Due to the recession. Recession of the late 1870s. His investors told him either his kindergarten work must go or they would go. Bradley chose to keep his kindergarten... keep his kindergarten work. His friend George Tapley bought the interest of lost investors and took over as president of the Milton Bradley Company. The Milton Bradley Company took a new direction in 1869 after Milton Bradley went to hear a lecture about the kindergarten movement by early educational pioneer Elizabeth Peabody. Yep. Peabody promoted the philosophy of the German... Of a German scholar, Frobel. Yep. Frobel stated that through education, children learn and develop thoughts. Creative... Develop through creative activities. Activities. Bradley would spend much of the rest of his life promoting the kindergarten movement both personally and through the Milton Bradley Company. Um, Milton Bradley was an early advocate of um, Frobel's idea of kindergarten. Springfield's first kindergarten students were Milton Bradley's two daughters, and the first teachers in Springfield were Milton, his wife, and his father. Milton Bradley's company company's involvement with kindergartens began with the production of gifts, the term used by Frobel for ge- geometric wooden playthings that he felt were necessary to properly structure children's creative development. Bradley spent months devising the exact shades in which to produce these materials. His final choice of six pigments of red, orange, yellow, green, blue and violet would remain in the standard colours for children's art supplies through the 20th century. Um, it just... I'll keep going. Okay, I'll keep going. The company's educational supplies turned out to be a large portion of their income at the turn of the century. They produced supplies any grade school teacher could use, such as toy money, multiplication sticks, and movable clock dials. Milton Bradley continued producing games, particularly 
parlour games played by adults. They produce Visit to the Gypsies, Word Gardening, Happy Days in Old New England, and Fortune Telling. They also created jigsaw puzzles of wrecked vehicles, which were popular among the young boys. When Milton Bradley died in 1911, the company was passed to Robert Ellis. Yeah, Ellis. Ellis, who passed it to Bradley's son-in-law, Robert Ingersoll. Ingersoll, yep. Ingersoll, who eventually passed it to George Tapley's son, William. In 1920, Bradley bought out McGlowan Brothers, mm-hmm. which went out of business after John McLaughlin's death. Milton Bradley began to decline in the 1920s and fell dramatically in the 1930s during the Depression. Fewer people were spending money on board games. The company kept losing money until 1940 when they sunk too low and banks demanded payment on loans. Despite... Desperate? Desperate to avoid bankruptcy, the board of directors persuade James J. Shea, a Springfield businessman, to take over presidency of the company. Shea immediately moved to decrease the company's debit. Debt, yep. Debt. Yeah, it looks funny, debt. (laughs) He began a major... Renovation. Renovation of the Milton Bradley plant by burning old inventory that had been accumulating since the turn of the century. With the outbreak of World War Two, Milton Bradley started producing a universal joint creating created by Shay Shay used on the landing gear of fighter planes. They also reproduced a revised version of their game kits for soldiers, which earned the company $2 million. Milton Bradley did not stop creating board games, although they did cut their line from from 410 tiles to 150 tiles. Titles, yeah. New games were introduced during this time, such as the... Patriotic. Game of the State. Shoots and Ladders. And Candyland. Yeah, so they're two popular games that people know. We probably know as Snakes and Ladders. Um, so there you go. So they've come through the whole wargaming stage and they're starting to get board games coming out the other side. Um, the advent of the television could have threatened the industry, but Shay used it to his advantage. Various companies acquired licenses to television shows for the purpose of producing all manner of promotional items, including games. In 1959, Milton Bradley released Concentration, a memory game based on the NBC television show of the same name. The game was such a success that editions were issued annually into 1982. Long after the show was cancelled in 1973, similar practices were were used for box game adaptations uh, of the game shows Password and Jeopardy. But they don't have ads for board games, do they? No, we never never see ads for board games ever now. It's not really something that's Mm. done. Milton Um, Bradley celebrated the 
um, Centennial. Centennial in 1960 with the re-release of the checkered game of life, which was modernised. It was now simply called the game of life, and the goal was no longer to reach happy old age, but to become a millionaire. Twister made its debut. Debut. Debut in the 1960s as, well, thanks to Johnny... Carson's. Suggestive comments as Eva Gabor played the game on his show. Twister became a phenomenon in the 1600s. Milton Bradley games were licensed in Australia by John Sands. P.T.Y. Limited. So, yep, we see John Sands games over here, but we do still have MBs. Uh, in 1967, uh, James Shea Jr. took over as president of the Milton Bradley, becoming the CEO in 68. Uh, succeeding his father during his presidency, uh, Milton Bradley bought Play School Manufacturing Company, the E.S. Lowe Company, makers of Yahtzee and Body Language. During the 70s and the 80s, electronic games became popular. Milton Bradley released Simon in 1978, which was fairly late in the movement. Uh, by People will remember that, probably. By 1980, it was their best-selling item. That was a, an interesting little game. In 1979, Milton Bradley also developed the first handheld cartridge-based console, the Microvision. In 1983, seeing the potential in the new Vectrex Vector-based video game console, the company purchased General Consumer Electronics, GCE. Both the Vectrex and the Microvision were designed by Jay Smith. During the late 1980s and the early 1990s, Milton Bradley marketed a series of games such as HeroQuest and Battlemasters Mm -hmm. in North America that were developed in the United Kingdom by Games Workshop, GW, that drew heavily from GW's Warhammer Fantasy universe. Albeit... Without... Explicit. ...reference to the Warhammer production line. Yep. Milton Bradley was sued... Yep. ...by two men. Alan... Coleman and Roger Burton. Who claimed to have president... Presented... The original concept for Dark Tower to Milton Bradley in the late 1970s, at which point MB declared to pursue... Declined to pursue it. But thereafter... Independently developed the game on the Dark Tower game design. Yeah, one of the Dark Tower game designers claims the court's decision was unfair. In 1984, Hasbro, ending 124 years of family ownership, bought out Milton Bradley. Wholly owned by Hasbro, Milton Bradley continued to turn out games that capitalised on current trends. The 1990s saw the release of Gator Golf, Crack the Case, Mole Madness and 1313 Dead End Drive. In 1991, Hasbro acquired Milton Bradley, former arch-rival Parker Brothers. In 1998, Milton Bradley merged with Parker Brothers to form Hasbro Games. After mm-hmm. the conciliation, Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers turned 
in two brands of Hasbro before being both dropped in 2009 in favour of the parent, parent company's name. As in Hasbro. I think that's really interesting. There's a lot of games there that I know growing yeah. up and it it's interesting. I would never have thought that they were around in the 1860s making games because you see the the games, especially if you go into Kmart, Big W, Coles. There's a lot of games. You see all those games. Yeah. And that's the games that most people are familiar with that aren't full into the hobby over the last 15 years, maybe. You, sorry, were you going to say something? No, and um, so I think that's really interesting. Anyway, and a lot of uh, games there you remember from what well, I remember from growing up, and you go, "Oh, is that them? That's them." And then they were all—they had to become all one company to try and, I guess, make more money in a different industry. The same now as Asmodee taking over all of the games because they want to put them digitally. I think because a lot of board games are going onto apps and. Mm becoming a different way of playing them so well that came off the wikipedia site yeah it's important to add that and it's funny because i go you go researching and uh you you look up this you look up that and a lot of that stuff all comes up exactly the same through different Mm. research projects so uh, that was pretty true from what i could find anyway so it was just as easy for you to go off the wikipedia page yeah that's all on milton bradley company So now we're going to talk about your dead of winter story. Okay. So just to set the scene, a couple of weeks ago we went away for the weekend. It was fun. You guys were off to bed. It was late one night. And of course dead of winter had to come out. Our favourite late night game for messing around with people. Because you know dead of winter. You haven't played it, have you? I've watched. You've watched with the cards and... Then if one's a betrayer... And, mm. ah. Okay, so here's the little story I've written. We were on a short holiday with our gaming friends. The night usually ends with a, de- with a dead of winter game. We started by 9pm. Should be fine. We randomly selected the eight round game. Survive till the end. Okay, so this will be a long night. That's still okay. We've, we all got our secret cards. Phew! I'm not the betrayer. Right, let's go. I'm first. Not a great roll, but my two character cards let me take out a zombie. Excellent. I add medicine to the pile for the greater good. At least I've done something. First round gets finished probably half an hour as we drink and laugh and make sure the kids are asleep. At this point, the game turns against me. As we complete the end of the the round checks someone has put a tool not a medicine and we fail the round morale goes down mine as well as now i'm being accused of being the betrayer and putting out the tool i have been the betrayer in the past heck i even just chuck out an incorrect card sometimes to mess up the game for fun but this time i didn't and i even killed two zombies Why are they going at me? As they discuss voting me out, I put forward my case. I say I'm sure it's my wife and mention we still have seven rounds. A long night. I'm safe for now. Round two. 
I move first player to my left and I'll go last. So my turn 30 minutes ago and now I've got to wait till the round goes. I take a book and read for a while. I can't do anything. They have it in their heads it's me. By the time I have my turn it's nearly been one hour since I last did anything in the game. To make things better. Um, just to pause you there, <laughs> does that even include, like, passing the player token to the next person? Yeah. So an hour Oh, no, that, I did that, and I rolled dice, so but that was ago. no movement or actions right, or anything. Thank you. Um, to make things better, I rolled two ones and a two. Great. I can't do anything but barricade. Plus, no one has put anything out to beat the round goal. So we all need to be back at the colony. Well, I kill a zombie, and I have three get three barricades to put out in the colony. Oh, where shall I put them? I make my final decision, and since I didn't put them exactly where the others wanted, mainly because I had sat around and done nothing for ages, I wanted to put them where I chose. Not thinking it really matters. The next words I hear are, calling a vote. What? I reply. Don't, it's too soon. Bad luck, they vote. I'm out on my own in this dangerous place. <laughs> it's going to be hard and now I'm cranky. The betrayer has sucked you in and I know who it is, I say. Round three. My roll delivers me the best numbers I've had, but... Nah. My round three, my roll delivers me not the best numbers, but enough now that I'm all alone, I can do something. Characters are dying. The morale has dropped very low very quickly. We are done for, and it's not even the end of round three out of eight. My turn, still fuming, I turn my character action on my wife. Great, another wound. She loses a character. Shortly after, the round ends and the game is over. We lose. All morale zero. You pain in the butt, my wife calls out to me. Why did you do that? I was the betrayer and I needed to end with four characters. All of a sudden, my suspicions are confirmed and suddenly I feel much happier. Who says revenge can't be fun? <laughs> I was so frustrated that day. They just were like, oh, it's you. And I was like, it's not me. And they just would not ease up on it being me. So I was so mad. I'm like, right, what can I do? I like that story. What can I do? I'm going to... Right, I don't care. I'm just going to kill one of your characters, Nick. I don't care if it does nothing for the game, but I'm just so annoyed that you did that. But I was pretty sure she was the betrayer, and she was. So, um. a bit of fun. If fun. you listen to this, we would like to hear your thoughts. I would like to hear their thoughts on your story. Oh, really? We would like to hear some other people's stories, actually. Yeah. That would be good. I'd like to but have some But it would be good to stories. hear what people think of your story. That's, uh, it's a really good story. Oh, no, it's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked it when we listened to it. So, there you go. So, anyone, stories, please send them in to us and uh, we could read it out because... You're always playing games and there's always a story of some sort, isn't there? So there you go, there's that thing. And Patrick did just ask a quick question and uh, when you get voted out of the colony, you 
there's the base colony, and then there's the streets, the wild streets. You're booted out onto the wild streets, Patrick. You're just moving from old school building to hospital. You got it? So there you go. Okay, uh, we've played a few games in the last week. What have we played? Um, um, we played Azul, Azul again, and um, I played Deception. Arkham Horror LCG last night with someone. Deception. Deception, you really like that game? I was the murderer and I got away with it. And I thought it was you Yeah, you said bat. nine the first time. I said bat and dirt, but it was ice skate and tattoo. And someone said ice skate and dirt. Yeah, so I, I did all right there. Mm. I was lucky. And um, what was the other game we played? Uh, oh, game we played, you didn't play this one, Game of Thrones, Catan, just because we haven't played it for so long. New series of Game of Thrones coming out soon, so we thought, hey, let's play that. So that was fun. Um, and we played Starfinder last week. Yeah. With the Geeky Teacher Parent podcast game. That we can't really talk about on the episode that we did last week because we do it the day after. We recorded, we recorded the episode, episode first. Yeah. Mm. That was fun. I was saying, yeah. if you had to recap what we did, I was like, Knight um, Rider. Does nothing because <laughs> he flew from, his plane in apart nowhere. Apart from flying the plane around in circles. Milo Milk got yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Ripta Clock was yelling at everyone and finally got someone the plus four or plus someone two. Someone to listen. Um, Mochi was shooting stars and hit the <laughs> ship once. <laughs> And um, went off to cry in the corner while yeah. while she got booted out of the chair. <laughs> and she booted you out of the chair. Yeah, and then I got booted um, out. Milo Milk um, you got was shooting at everything and he yeah, you destroyed a hole in the uh, other ship. Yeah, and, you like that um, one. Giddy Snickle was being useless. <laughs> Although he did get us some information. <laughs> yeah, about how much help oh. health that had. Yeah. And he said something like three or four times. Yeah, how much health you've got. No, but something else. Yeah, well, actually, he, he gave us the information. Yeah. He, he This character was able to tell that we needed to fly in the, behind the ship because mm. it had no guns operable back there. So that did actually save us. So that was a lot of fun. We really no, enjoyed we that. really fly behind. We just stayed there because they couldn't turn the gun. The only problem is I've got to get this discord to work every time we turn it on so anyway so just yeah. as a little update for anyone interested in our little starfinder adventure yeah. we are having so much fun with mm. um and uh what else was there you were just going to say a couple of solo games you've in, you enjoy playing yeah i really enjoy doing australia yeah scythe's a good oh one. yeah because we played Cause scythe that, the other day that's too. a really good that. game to play with like two or more yeah but it would it's really good with solo two but solo. Um, yeah, you like doing that, don't you? Yeah, what else is there? Um, you play Battleship on your yeah. own solo. Yeah. You enjoy um, that. And also, yeah. Test Match. Ah, uh, yeah, um, the, the card, card game. games are really good one to do solo. I'd really like to see you play a couple of games solo. One, you could play um, Harry Potter deck building as a solo player easily. Yeah. You just go from one side, or, one minute you're me or Hermione, and one minute you're Harry Potter. No, it's or, actually one to four. I think. Yeah, so you well, you could play one character or you could play two characters. It's I, like Gloomhaven. I'd really like to four. see you do that. Gloomhaven, I would really like to see you play solo. No, I would because... Oh, yeah, because there's way less monsters and stuff. You just play two characters, so mm. you'd be like me and you. No, but 
for solo, there's actually less characters than two or three or four. Yeah, 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 because you only have two characters. No, so the um, game's actually less quicker. Less monsters, I think. I mean. Yeah, less monsters, yeah, because mm. the game's quicker. So I would like to see you do that. Maybe before the end of the year, I should make that your challenge. You play one game, even if it's one we've already played, just to see how it feels, because I haven't even played it solo. Like, you could, we could start our own campaign solo, and, like, if I don't get the time, you can do it, mm. that one solo oh. that I didn't get to do. Yeah, you could totally do mm. that. Like, except we just take turns of which ones we haven't done solo. And there was one other game I thought... Because we'll probably get more done than what we've got and done oh. with three people, because that's Was your hard. Treasure Mountain solo? Um, yeah, we got a... The expansion that we got makes it solo, but um, it's sort of hard to do that. You haven't gotten around to doing that yet, have you? Yeah, because Cause... you got to work out the expansion rules. Well, um, when we did Scythe, Scythe, I wanted to be the green ones because mm. um, that's my favourite colour. So you talk about the expansion. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then we stuffed up because there's a thing from the expansion that are flag tokens, and the green one needs them to be able to move wherever it's moved before, just about. Oh yeah, but we knew where you'd move because you kept going to all the encounter ones. <laughs> That's where my leader had gone, so I just went to them with my next. Um, so it's a fun little game, and you know what? We left that on our table for two or three nights, yeah. And we just kept going back in the morning, have a couple of turns, go back at night, nice. and that's why I think Treasure Mountain. We should get that out again and and give that a go. Mm. So there are quite a few games. Um, I'd really like to see you play Arkham Horror LCG solo as well. Because that's a quicker version, you know, without getting out Gloomhaven, just to see how you go. But I know you're not a big fan of the Arkham Horror theme, are you? No. I wonder if when we get Cthulhu, Death May Die, you'll enjoy it. Probably. And Unbroken, the deliberately made oh, yeah, yeah, solo yeah. game is Yeah, we, we bought the uh, board game version. Yeah. Like, we bought the other version because we just got the print and play, so we're getting the other version. Yeah, and that's coming soon, in the next month, hopefully. Yeah. So you'll be able to sit down and play that in half hour. And uh, also, there is a game on Kickstarter at the moment where you're in space and um, you're a just solo game, just completely designed as a solo game. Yeah. So <laughs> you're whispering to me that we're at 30 minutes, are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's anyway. That's a game. Oh, I don't know whether to back or not. It's still fifty bucks. What is the star? Like that's a space star. game where you're space you're thing. like a pilot. Well, singing you Starfinder when you say yeah, I know space that's why I was like, oh, like it's Star. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so there's loads of solo games. You actually, mm. what I should be doing is getting you to do a report on some solo games from a kid's perspective at some point. Mm-mm. Maybe you need to go through, list a whole heap of solo games and start playing them and write your no, thoughts gonna, down I'm about it. I'm play, like, I'll do Gloomhaven as one of them because mm. that seems like a good one. Mm. Treasure Mountain, Scythe I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, Battleship. You, you can have a whole heap of games. Battleships, Test Match. Um, that's really all we can do that we have solo. I'll bet there's more. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Mm. I want to get to that so we get those monsters out. There's only seven games in that, which is quicker. Yeah. Um, that's really all we can just about do that for solo ones like that. Yeah, I'll bet there's more. Plus, mm-hmm. we've got some coming. We've got oh, yeah. Seventh Continent coming. I'm not going to do that solo. That's like a never-ending game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need, we'll have to see how that one plays. Mm. Plus some others. So, anyway, we should stop at that. You're yeah. saying, telling me it's 30 minutes, it's flashing. <laughs> yeah. Hosting for this episode is provided by Gameology, Australia's largest gaming warehouse. Um, email us in at boardgamebasic 
podcast at outlook.com. Yep, that'll be good. Um, and follow our on Twitter. Twitter yeah. BGB. Nah, you uh, don't have to say at, at board game basic, basic one. one capital B for board. Yep, that's easy. And uh, um, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. We so love that people me. listening. Hold on, settle down. <laughs> uh, love that people listen. So thank you very much. Thanks, Gameology. Mm, so. And Patrick, first time of doing the whole lot on your own. How's it going? Um, it's not that easy. Like, yes. like sometimes you have to like stop it just to, to check the music. Yeah. Because I think we accidentally did two the same earlier on in okay. the episode. Doesn't matter. Mm. You'll be able to do this every week from now on. Thanks for listening. So that's bye from me. And bye from me. So we might be getting some rain in the next couple of days it mm. is even some cloud out there you know rain yeah you know that stuff that yeah. falls from the sky <laughs> yeah we might not have so much dust around everywhere mm. uh, but i still don't think so <sighs> another week anything else um no what has four wheels and flies what has four wheels and flies the delorean from back to the future no a garbage truck oh <laughs> Oh, flies. Okay, yeah. Why are ghosts bad liars? Um, Because they're laying down liars? I don't know. Because you can see right through them. (laughs)